I'm Kira Reed Lorsch of Beckman and Amityville Witches, and you're listening to Spoiler Country. Hey, hey, people of Earth, it's time to enter the Spoilerverse via our secret portal at the exclusive Arctic Club in beautiful downtown Seattle with our hosts, John and Kenrick. Welcome to Spoiler Country. Hey, if you're listening to our show for the first time and you're on one of the social medias that we're on, like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, any of those kinds of things, you should always check us out on Spoilerverse.com. But... If you want to keep up with our latest episodes, you should bring out your smartphone, get into your favorite podcatcher, find Spoiler Country, and hit subscribe. Then you'll get all our new stuff. And if you want to reach out to us, you can do that in two ways. You can call us and leave us a voicemail at 707-656-2080. Again, 707-656-2080. Or you can shoot us an email at spoilercountry at gmail.com. Armies of the Spoilerverse unite, and welcome back to Spoiler Country. I'm Kenneth Regan. Is Mr. Horsley, and today on the show, well, it's the amazing, talented Kira Reed Lorsch. Yeah, it is. She was a lot of fun to talk to. This man, Kira, she had she's super she smart. She's a person that does not stop working. No, <laughs> no, she's super smart. Uh, she's yeah. driven. She's motivated, and she's just she's just a cool person to talk with. She really, really is. Uh, she's very yeah, we open. Had a great time talking with her. Yeah, she's very open about what she does and how she does things. And she gave us some advice, which I think we're going to try to implement. Uh, which, working on it, yeah. Which was really smart. And um, yeah, I really, really dug talking with her. What was great is you and I had no expectations going into this because we didn't know who nope. she was. Yeah, we did not really. Like we saw really, movies that she up, was we in. Did research. Yeah, we you know from research, but we saw movies that she was in. But we didn't know her as a day-to-day name. Yeah. But then after talking to her, I'm like, no, she's cool. Yeah. I want to have her back on because yep. that was a lot of fun. Yep. 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 She's super cool and just a lot of fun. And I think you guys are going to really enjoy listening to Kira talk because she's got a lot to say. Yeah. So uh, what do you say we go ahead and do that now? Yep. Let's do it. guys welcome back today is super special because we have one of the busiest women in hollywood right now today kira you have been an emmy nominated actress you've won emmy awards for producing and right now you have what two movies coming out this year and a web series called rumors and you just got done doing some amazing stuff with one of my favorite actors of all time paul sorvino Oh yeah. Well, it's, I, I love being busy. You know, it keeps it. me young, keeps me active. You know, I think our brain needs to be stimulated. And if I sit around doing nothing, I get myself in trouble. So <laughs> the best way to stay out of trouble is to just keep busy. And what I, what I love doing is, you know, making movies. You mentioned Paul Sorvino. Yep. That movie, just so you know, is just came out on Tubi this um, past month. Cool. It was it was pay per view, and you can buy it on Amazon. But it just came out on Tubi this month. It's called Acts of Desperation, and it's a it's a fun little movie. I was one of the producers and one of the actors in this this crazy little what, dark comedy. What was Paul Sorvino like? 
Paul, Paul's crazy. I'll, I'll, I love him, but he's, a, I mean, he, he's Polly. Like he's an old Italian curmudgeon and yeah. you know, he's, you know, 80 years old and he's got a lovely wife that I met through my p- publicist, Roger Neal and Dee Dee. I met and we hit it off right away because she was fun. She was the life of the party and, yeah. and, and, and she's an actress too. And, and then I, when I was trying to cast, we needed like this heavy hitter guy to be the chief of police for acts of desperation. I'm like, what about Paul Sorvino? And so the, the, the way I could get to Paul was through his wife. So I invited him and his wife to like sit at my table for the, the PGA, you know, the Producers Guild Awards. And, and I had my publicist, you know, sit me together with them at their Oscar party. So I could woo her because he doesn't want to do anything. And he doesn't want to leave the house for less than so much money or so much money. But what I realized is (laughs) if I gave her a role in the movie, he'd do it for her. Right. So we played this little fun game where to get and and shoot, but she's great in it too. She steals her her scene as the bank teller. The the story is there's a bank robber who's like a Robin Hood who goes around robbing banks and giving the money away. But he crosses paths with with some people who figure out who he is and then try to bribe them. But they're a bunch of stoners living in a van, so they're inept. So it's kind of funny. <laughs> and then as he's coming back from the heist, I'm this suicidal, crazy woman who's trying to jump off a bridge. And, oh, and then the guy who's after the bank robber is the woman that I'm having the affair with. Oh, wow. It's, and then I end up having have, falling in love with the bank robber guy so it becomes this whole fiasco of intersecting lives like a Quentin Tar- like like a Quentin Tarantino movie or a, you know something where all the lives intersect or like a shortcuts yeah. like a Robert Altman movie yeah yeah you know so it's really fun oh, Robert Altman is so pa- good Paul's gr- and Paul ended up being great and one of the funniest scenes you'll see if you watch it is he oh, just started sings start singing opera out of nowhere like uh-huh. between takes so we left it in as part of his character as the chief of police. Oh, that's awesome. So acts of desperation everywhere. But if you want to get it for free, go to Tubi. Okay. I think through the month. I'll check it out. I, Cause I want to yeah. watch it. I, like and we did some, Arena, can I, I tell you something just Please. because it's timely. The guy that plays the bankrupt robber and my lo- love interest, it happens to be African. When we cast the guy, we weren't looking specifically to make a point. We weren't sp- trying to like, let's, finds a black person because we need a black person yeah. he just happened to be the best guy and we hit it off we had chemistry he was available my friend vince lozano who brought me the script he did um pirates of the caribbean with him oh, so cool. he's done he's done a lot but i yeah. didn't know him. and i i said well if he's good and we have chemistry for sure we don't we, i don't even think about i didn't even think about it yeah that you know that i that, that it was it's now it's kind of timely and that's why we wanted it out there for everybody free now because it just that it, it just we don't make a statement about it it just happens to be yeah. like it should be yeah that's cool i like yeah that. you just yeah you got the best actor for the job who happened totally. to be an african that's awesome yeah yeah that's totally awesome what are the other two movies that you have coming out well, this isn't live, so nope. it's, I could say I could say it's tomorrow. <laughs> but at the Cannes Film Festival, we were supposed to be there in May, where yeah. we have the premiere of Beckman, oh, cool. which is another movie filled with a lot of you know people that I consider icons. David A. R. White is the lead guy. It's kind of like John Wick or Taken. It's a guy who who has to be brought back in from his bad life after being a good guy because his daughter gets kidnapped. Right. By a bunch of hooligans, which I'm one of. Um, it's called Beckman. 
It's premiering virtually at Cannes right now, and it'll be available everywhere in fall. We've already got we've already got it distributed. I can't talk about it because the deals aren't signed, but it's it's going to be out everywhere, video on demand on all all platforms. Is there a trailer that we can point people to? Well, I can't yet because they're releasing it at Cannes this week. Gotcha. But look for Beckman, B-E-C-K-M-A-N. Got it. Or go to my website, com, and it'll be out shortly. I'm just not allowed to release it. Got it's it. Be- it's going to be kind of a big movie. Cool. And like, univer- anyway, the people who are talk- who we're in deals with have to have a-, a trailer release date. I can't just put it on YouTube. Got it. You know what I Got mean? it. Yeah, yeah. I understand. I understand. But, but I'm the only woman... And the fleet of kidnapper bad guys. It's Billy Baldwin is my boss. Cool. Burt Young is in it, you know, from Rocky. Yep. <laughs> He's great. Yep. Jeff Fahey, who we all know from so many things, yep. from Silverado to Lost. The lawnmower He's man. In it. He's in so yep, much Yeah, lawnmower man. That guy yeah. has penetrating eyes. I know. You know what I mean? Like, like he looks like he's yeah. looking into your soul from the TV for God's sakes. <laughs> yeah, he's very private and very quiet. I didn't get to work with him in any scenes. Yeah. But I've met him and he's he's like it seems like a very shy kind of guy. You know, he hides behind those those big beautiful penetrating eyes. Yeah. <laughs> but he's really good in the movie from he what I've in, seen. Wasn't he in the stand? I think he was. Yeah, I, I think, think he so, was in the yeah. stand in the the yeah, the nineties TV movie. Miniseries. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't, rem- I don't remember. I don't remember. He's been around for ages, and now he's playing like the older, wiser guy. But you know, he, he's he's done it all and has a long career. So all these yeah. all these legendary guys are, are fun to work with. And then there's a new hot young girl. She was in. Her name's Brighton Sharbino. Be on the watch for her. She's the she's the kidnapped girl. She's a great actress. I think just turned eighteen. Like she was seventeen when we did the movie. So she she's young and up and coming and she's she's great too. So look for Beckman, totally exciting. And I play a really fun character. I'm in Billy Baldwin's gang and I'm a an assassin hit woman. Yeah. But my cover is I live in the suburbs and I'm a soccer mom. Oh, I love it. So book club, you know, tea parties. You've, so I get to do both characters. You've been in you a know? lot of movies and TV shows. Is this your first foray as a villain? No, I actually got nominated for an Emmy for the for for, for the daytime Emmy for the, the, for the Bay Bay series. I, I'm the Madam of the Underworld. It's the Vixen. I think it's easier to play the bad person. Is it? Uh, and I, it's way more fun. Yeah. And then you can live kind of a, try to live at least a normal life. Then when you can be a total up. jerk to your friends, be like, I'm 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 playing in character. <laughs> yeah, I'm just getting ready for my role. So if I'm being a total bitch, just you know, you have to forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I like playing the vixen. I like playing the bad woman. I think it's more fun. I you know, I did a couple of a couple of I played an assassin in this movie in the 90s called Thriller Corona Hit Woman, a little movie. I I just, you know, I played a vampire and the perversions of science science, you know, the yeah. Zemeckis um thing, you know. But it's I just I, I like going dark in my and oh, going my evil. In, in the movies and stuff, so I can try to be a nice, normal, healthy yogi, you know, lady. That's awesome. <laughs> in my, I love it. And my normal life. Yeah, I love it. I but love it. But still have fun. So <laughs> you, you started yeah, acting, though, an, as, yeah. as a young girl, right? You did some TV commercials and you weren't very old. Is that right? 
No, yeah, I did a couple TV commercials. I, I just, I, I, I saw Romper Room on TV when I was four, and I said, "Mom, I want to be on the show. I want to be on TV." Yeah. And my mom's like, "What? Okay." I said, I "Yeah, I want to go meet. I want to go meet Miss Marianne." So she figured out how to get, and we lived in the Bay Area at the time. They had shot in Oakland, so we went and we stayed at our friend's house in Oakland. You know, you, you, then you have to go and then you have to like meet them and then they have to choose you to be in the audience. Right. But then you're filmed as part of the show. And, you know, they already had my picture. They, you know, so I got to go do it. And then I was hooked. And then we start, got me a little agent. I did some commercials, awesome. you know, and we moved around a lot. We then lived in Idaho and then Louisville, Kentucky. Oh, wow. My stepdad was from Kentucky. So I got into to acting through the theater world there. I took I was at the youth performing arts school. And then when I came back to LA, I went to the LA County high school for the arts. I came back early so I could get residency to go to UCLA. Make that smart. And then (laughs) I got a scholarship to the theater department there. And then I just started working as a teenager at 17. So you got that job early. Yeah. You're like, I'm, this is, this is what I'm going to be in this industry. Cause I, I love talking Mm -hmm. to people that do a little bit of everything. Because mm-hmm. we had uh, Bryce Hirschberg on. Do you know him? No. So Bryce Hirschberg was just. I on. probably would know his face. If yeah, well, he was just but... he was just on the Netflix reality show Too Hot to Handle. He's hmm. a really good looking man. You know okay. what I mean? He's got and he's mm-hmm. from he's from Santa Monica and he's got the tan. Mm-hmm. Super nice guy though. He comes mm-hmm. on and he played kind of the villain a little bit on on the reality show as they you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's not real reality, yeah. you know? Right. But. Man, that guy it's all is all scripted. I've yeah. worked in yeah, it's most of it. He goes, most yeah. of it is scripted, but he's super infectious. Yeah. You know what I mean? You start yeah, talking but to you him. You still have to bring your real self to yeah, it. Yeah. But he wrote, uh-huh. directed, did all the music, did all the editing of his own show called of his own movie called Counterfeits. And he stars That's in great. it. And he got all his mm-hmm. buddies and his family involved mm-hmm. just to do the whole thing. And he and it won some awards. He got like a best actor award in Italy. And, Good for him. Yeah, it was great. And I love meeting people that want to do a little bit of everything. And so yeah. you started doing reporting with the Playboy channel. And I, and I, is it Sextera? Did I say that Sexetera. right? Sextera. Yeah. And you uh-huh. were a reporter there. And I know that you started learning a lot of the producing from that show. And mm-hmm. did that give you the producing bug? And maybe, you know what, if I run a show, that's where you can really make a difference. Yeah. Well, I, I always liked writing. I went, you know, in school. So when I went and at UCLA, we had playwriting and stuff like that. And I would write, I would write things for what we call the noon miracles at UCLA, like write a skit and then put all your friends in it and act it out. But then you have to, like, you have to become a producer. Then you have to arrange everybody, get there and what time and blah, blah, blah. So you kind of learn how to do everything, but also be the PA and get the food and take out the trash. And, you know, like you have to be a jack of all trades to get anything done. If it's your kind of baby or your idea, you have to get everyone on board yeah. and you have to be a cheerleader. You've got to love it and be passionate about it or no that, one else will. That gets them infected and hopefully yeah. they get, they start feeding up your energy. Yeah. But I, I, I got involved with Playboy. I, I went, I, my agent sent, I, I did a, one of those red shoe diaries, you yeah. know? Yeah. Was it, did you have, with, did you get to meet David Duchovny? I did get to meet him, but I didn't get to work with him because all his stuff is shot separately. You want to hear a weird story about David Duchovny? Sure. So my buddy, <laughs> I love weird stories. Yeah, my buddy, my buddy Brandon lives in Hollywood, and mm-hmm. uh, shout out Brandon. Yeah, I'm sure I won't say his last name just in case. Mm-hmm. But he has he had like a really good friend, and down there, and they went to lunch. 
And so okay. him and his friend and his friend's girlfriend and his uh-huh. friend and him and his friend and his girlfriend, they were, they were together for like five years. Mm-hmm. And here comes David Duchovny walking into the restaurant hey. <laughs> yeah. and she fell head over heels mm-hmm. and he started flirting with her mm-hmm. and yeah, David Duchovny like bought them lunch and he goes, Hey, I'm going to buy you lunch, but we're going to go. And his girlfriend of five years left with him. David Duchovny has that effect and he's a total womanizer from what I hear. That's what like I he, hear. He was, picking, he was picking up the wardrobe girl on set and he was doing, I, I don't know if he was married to Taya Leone at the time or what, right. if, you know, but like he, every, everybody and everybody would just like cream in their pants. That's I mean, so I, 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 I don't know. I, like, I didn't, I didn't get to, yeah, it's just the way he is, but that's why he's a movie star and plays those kind of roles and yeah. you can have, some people just have it. Yeah, He's yeah. one of those guys that has that sexy it thing. I never had it. I was kind of a tomboy. Right. It, when I was asked to, you know, go to this, and I played a kind of a tomboy gunslinging character in the Red Shoe Diaries. And then, I, then somebody saw that, and then they're like, oh, well, you should do this women's stories of passion on Showtime. Yeah. You'd be a great sidekick to the pretty girl. You know what I mean? Like, I was not, I was never the gorgeous playboy barbie i was just right. like the no- girl next door and kind of the funny one i was the same way so, i was never gq you know what i mean if i didn't yeah, make a girl laugh yeah. i wasn't getting anywhere you know yeah so <laughs> i came into playboy by playing all the sidekick roles you know oh, what i mean interesting but but then playboy magazine did a story because they were one of the producers of women's stories of passion they did a playboy magazine layout yeah. and they invited me to be part of it so I got to shoot for Playboy with Arnie Freitag and like do the whole play model stuff. I'm like, this is great. What was that? <laughs> you know? What was that like? What was that environment like back then? Well, they the women rule the world at Playboy. Everyone yeah. you have to make it's to make people so comfortable that they can take their clothes off and be sexy and right. be vulnerable. You have to treat them well. There's no abuse. There's no sexual harassment. Uh, half, you know, runs ran his company with his daughter Christy. It was very female friendly, extremely. Never had a Me Too moment at Playboy ever. Right. And and half is, is a great guy. I mean, he he threw parties and we had the best time. And, right. You know, and he comes from a long line of being a civil rights advocate and a preserver of film at my alma mater, UCLA. So I knew him as a philanthropist before I ever worked for him. That's cool. You know, because he was like helping our theater department because he loved movies like he was an all around. And he changed he changed. He gave women, you know, he empowered a lot of women to go off and have amazing careers. Look at Pamela Anderson as an example, you know? Yeah. Look at me. I'm still working. Yeah. Well, a lot (laughs) of people, a lot of people, especially uh, like especially on the religious front or the far right. And and this isn't a political show, so it's whatever, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that like to demonize them. Yeah. Well, lots of people like to demonize everybody, but guess what? The guy I'm doing the movie Beckman with, and then his next movie, God's not dead. He's the head of the pure flex network. I said, just so you know, I have a background in playboy. And he's like, that doesn't bother me. And you're great to play my villain. And I think you're fun. So I think you can have people who are, they believe their thing and but they don't they don't have to agree with you necessarily you don't have to hate each other why yep. can't we work together you bring your strengths and your uniqueness to this you bring your strengths and your why does it have to be divided yeah i love you saying that because we you know yeah we try to bring a lot of different people on and and we have people that like we have people that get people for us right 
and we mm-hmm. have uh, other people that will do like John and I are the main hosts, but we have, mm-hmm. we, we're doing a show every day. We're releasing a show. That's every a day. lot. It's a yeah. lot, you know, and we're, tr- and we're doing interviews about five times a week. It's a mm-hmm. lot, you know, mm-hmm. and when you have a full-time That's job a and then you get, mm-hmm. and, and we do everything from the editing to adding music, all of it is us. Good for you. You know? And so it, it, it pulls a lot. So you end up having a lot of different people and, that's one of the mm-hmm. things that we fight with. Hey, who cares if they like Trump and you like Obama or whatever it is? That's we're not here just for that. because we don't agree doesn't mean we can't exactly. work together or get along or or be friends or all those things. I know there's a lot of turmoil in the world right now, and you know a lot is going on. It's politics and and you know equality and all of that. And I think that's important. I hope we are at a cusp of change so we can you know get through yeah, this and, yeah. and love each other more. Be more equal and be more le- less afraid and be more loving and, you know, all, all of those things. I remember growing up in Louisville, Kentucky, you know, for a little while. and My acting partner was a black boy. I didn't think of any anything of it. Yeah. And and my my, you know, my, my some of my family and friends were like, you know, you can't go over to his house to rehearse because people will talk. I'm like, what do you mean? Uh, it's, I'm doing my homework for God's sakes. I'm right. rehearsing my scene. We ended up winning like the, whatever little competition we w- were entered into win at university of Louisville or whatever. But it was like, I was like, I didn't, it didn't, I didn't think about it. Right. But it's also Kentucky, which is a little less. I came from California to Kentucky. I didn't know that that wasn't an okay thing to do. And I did it anyway. Cause right. I'm, I just I'm like, and, and, and I got called an end lover. Oh, you know, and all yeah, those things. So I, I, you know, I don't know what they go through except from watching it happen. It's a lot of you hate know? in their heart. You know what I mean? Yeah. People it's who, like, who, who, who do, needs say that kind of stuff? That's a lot it's of hate. fear. It's fear. It's fear. Yeah. If we could all just like know that we're all okay in our own right. And there's room for everybody. It's not a competition, whether it be in the movies, whether it be in life, you know, if, if we're not all like trying to hold on to our little spot of the world so tightly, we can realize that it's this big, huge unit, not to get too crazy spiritual, but there's a huge, huge universe with so much for everybody. There's an abundance of everything if we can all just tap into that, I think. So I think part of this, all of this, you know, the the, the storm before the calm sort of thing yeah. is to get to that next level of understanding and yeah. spirituality and having a, everyone having a better life. Yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> anyway. And I, and I, and I still have, you know, I have a movie that I was supposed to be shooting today. Oh <laughs> man. Yeah, with, yeah. Do, do you have a time frame when you might get back? A little bit, that talks about that a little bit, um, about just like what, what is reality and perception and why are we fighting? Are we fighting over something real or not? And what's right. life and what's death? Anyway, it's called third floor. It's a horror movie written by my friend, Nancy O'Brien. We got shut down to be shooting in May and June. So now I, I, we, it's weird because you have to get insurance. Right. So they're saying, okay, you're open for business now in LA, but you have to go through all their protocols. You have to prove that you're doing them. You have to insure everybody. And then you have to <laughs> fly to act. We have an actor, one of the stars who was in Children of the Corn. Oh. And Billy, Billy McNamara uh-huh. is one of, the, one of the actors. Oh, cool. And yeah, he plays my my. My 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 boyfriend who's having an affair on me. So I'm running away to Vegas to. I'm a washed up model, kind of like a washed up actress model. Now trying to do conventions in Vegas. He's having an affair with me, and I go to this hotel. We think, 
and it's weird stuff starts to happen. It's kind of like a real life zombie apocalypse at the end of the world, right? Right. <laughs> you know, but it's called Third Floor. We've got funding. We're ready to go. We're ready fun, to shoot. It's great. Do you know the actress Monique Parent? She was a kind of one of those, I don't want to say B-movie actor actresses like I was in the 90s, but she she's very famous. She's like the queen of us all. She's in it. Courtney Gaines is the guy who plays the bartender from Children of the Corn. And we've got a really young... I know young, Monique Parent. I just looked her up. I know her. Ex- yeah, she's yeah. in a lot of good stuff. She's in a lot of fun stuff. Yeah, she's great. And she's a really good actress. We have a young director, Amelie, who who I really like. And I think it's going to be great once we get going. But anyway, my friend Nancy wrote it. And and what I loved about it, it's all it's all about your perception of things. Yeah. Yeah. So Monique so- has a, a, a crazy look because she own <laughs> the only reason that you would she looks like she's a 20 year old with gray hair. Well, she's the smartest woman I know. Like if I was willing, I'm trying, I'm trying to, you know, get every little shot of this and color my grades and stay in shape. So I can be the hot trophy 40 something year old for as long as possible. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not, I'm not going gray. She, her hair started going gray and then she started. So she, she was like tired of coloring it. So she went to a couple auditions with grays and started booking. She's my age basically. And she's booking the grandmother roles because she let her hair go gray. She's gorgeous. And then she's she's, so striking and different. So that's just her thing now. She's the hot, she's a little bit older than me, but she's the hot, you know, the hottest 50 year old you've ever seen. Right. Right. Yeah. It's so interesting to see how people, especially in Hollywood, you guys have to change your look so drastically every so and often she's she's like madonna she just keeps going and keeps changing it and, and that's working for her and she books commercials and all of that i'm not willing to do it right, yet. right. <laughs> not yet well you, you're doing a lot of work man you stay you stay busy and there's no messing around yeah i mean yeah, i don't know how your I've husband been, keeps up with you but you must be running him around oh well you know part of the reason i'm staying so busy too is i lost my husband three years ago oh i'm so sorry he, to hear he that. passed away it's okay so like a jerk. I, I didn't even I've know had, that that's okay. So I, I've been had a lot of free time on my hands, and yeah. instead of like going crazy or being sad or going, what do I do now? I'm just keeping working. You know, yeah. I'm. I just had a meeting today with post production for my rumor series, where I play. It's a young Hollywood cast, and I play the acting teacher to all the young kids who are trying to make it in Hollywood. And you know, if I didn't have you talking to today and me yeah. doing that and the dogs to take care of, <laughs> you know, I, I, I go nuts, you know, during this whole quarantine yeah. time sitting alone in the house. Well, you're you welcome. Know, to come on that. here anytime you want. You're a, you are a hoot to talk with. I love it. Well, Cause you know what you, you want, you know how to go fun. after it and you, and you stay busy and you're open uh-huh. about everything. I, we've had people mm-hmm. on where it's pulling teeth, you know? Yeah, well, it's hard to shut me up sometimes. Well, we try not to. Do, I, I try not to ask any <laughs> yes or no questions because mm-hmm. if you get the wrong well, person, they'll be like, "No." It's like, um, well, then why bother doing an interview if you yeah. don't like to talk? Don't do it. Yeah. If you don't like to do press, yeah, just why are you say doing it? No. Yeah, yeah. just say no. That's okay. I'm not gonna hurt my feelings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I like it. I think it's fun. So you were go ahead. You were doing the reporting with. Oh my god. With, Sex cetera. Sex Sorry. I keep mm-hmm. want to say secretary. Uh-huh. I keep having mm-hmm. secretariat in my head. It's oh, okay. Well, <laughs> <Sex cetera. laughs> 
I never interviewed interviewed Secretariat on Sex Cetera. <laughs> that <laughs> would have been interesting, right? <laughs> but how did you get into producing when you started when you're the on air personality? On the show? Yeah. Well, uh, being the on air personality gets you so far and you get paid to show up, l- show up, learn your lines and, you know, go do the show. And usually they're really fun shows. And I got to travel the world. I got to go to Austria and Italy and, play, you know, Prague, all these places, you know, and of course, you know, the middle of Ohio or in Indiana and weird places where people are doing crazy kinky things that we were talking about, but, right. but the middle of a field in Indiana, the world's largest stripper convention, <laughs> dudes are popping. But I had so much fun yeah, to go be a part fun. of that, to be a fly <laughs> on the wall in that, to go be a part of it, to like interview people. Why do you do this? Why do you like this? Like, why do people do what they do? What what drives people's desires is what we always tried to fit to do. Like we covered it like a 60 minutes news story. So I learned from doing it for a couple of years, like what the rhythm is, what the canon is. You have you have intros, you have voiceovers, you have interviews you have a lead hero interview you like that there's step you know there's different little buzzes you know to to make a news magazine style story so i i said one time i said can i try writing my own so i did so they gave me like a writing test that's awesome but but i was also like it's me a camera guy and a producer on the road sometimes a pa but it's it's three of us so I'm holding the I'm holding the light sometimes. I'm you know, I'm helping anyway. And um one of the 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 producers there, Ross Dale, took me under his wing and my boss, Frank Martin, and they kind of led me of how to do it. And and Frank, my boss, is just like, Kira, you're a natural born producer. Cause I, I was always the kid, the kid in the neighborhood that would boss everybody around to do the show or to, you know, as the oldest of five kids, or you're, you know making your own plays in school, like you're just a, a, I don't know if I was naturally born to do it, but I'd already have a lifetime of doing it. So I I wrote it and I'm a good writer because I like writing. Yeah. So I wrote it. They said, great. We'll have someone else produce you, you know, for the own thing you wrote. Then it became, we've got some new girls in and can you like, can you help the new 20 something? Cause at this point I'm like 32, I'm over the hill for playboy. I'm 32 years old, you know, (laughs) (laughs) cause I've been doing it for several years now, five years now. Then they started having me help, help them and to have an extra woman on set, you know, like you can't send this new young 20 year old playboy model girl into be a, a reporter in this horrible situation. It's better if there's another woman there too. So th- th- I would sort of like be the house mama to the new girls. So then I would write, I figured out what their, what their strengths were. So I would write stories for them. So then I would write and produce for the new people. Then they're starting new shows. They're like, Kira, will, will you come sit in and like powwow, you know, t- tell, tell us your thoughts on, on, on how we should do this. Like, and, and I would always try to make it TV for two, which is men will like it and women will like it. So they wanted my female perspective, which I thought was great. And so they hired me to, to help develop the show 69 sexy things to do before you die. I was not on that show, but I cast that show and I'm the supervising producer of that show. And I produced the fun episodes like 
tantric sex vacation to Maui. I'm like, I'll take that one. I'll write and produce that one in Maui. Because you're going to Maui. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And by the time you get there, all your work is pretty done. Yeah. You've written it. You've set it up. Everything's there. So I'm like, you guys do the cam- the cameraman knows what to do. You guys go do your thing. I'll watch from over here in the sun. You know. <laughs> so I I I pick the ones that I wanted to go to on vacation, basically. <laughs> oh my God, that's awesome. You need an assistant? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, this is you know now ten years ago at least. Yeah. But that was that was the last one I did of those was, I think in two thousand eight. It aired, you know, there's st- they still run. You can see me on any given Sunday at like seven in the morning, either me or a show that I've written or produced. I yeah. did also na- the Naked Happy Girls series. I was a writer producer on that one. I'm not in it. It's you know. So you really cut of- your chops on writing yeah. and producing there at Playboy TV. Yeah. And then I got to do some for E and for Discovery and for Travel Channel because it's all the same canon. Yeah. If you have a resume that and that you can show that you can write and produce and know how to, you know, edit, log and stuff like that, you can do anything. So after Playboy, I got hired to do some other things I did. And that's how I met all the daytime Emmy people. I got yeah. hired to be the backstage host at the daytime Emmy Awards. And I was good at that. So they yeah. hired me to be the host for the Hollywood Christmas Parade red carpet. That's awesome. Like you can, it's the same skill. And I just, I was glad I was able to graduate, graduate and not just be the playboy model who gets stuck there, right? but then can take the skills that I learned there and go on our, to our next stages of life. Well, you, you kind of um, broke the stereotype as well. You know, well, that's, you, I think that's good. Let's keep breaking it. Yeah. Because you see pictures and you see like a playboy model and then you just think, oh, she must be dumb. You know what I mean? She's doing, right. she's doing a pictorial and uh-huh. stuff. And then here you come along. You're like, yeah. no, fuck you, dude. We're not dumb. Yeah. We're yeah. writing. We're producing. Jenny we're, yeah. Jenny McCarthy paved her own way to yeah. do her own Big thing. Time. Yeah. And she's doing it. Like there's a lot of people that have broken it. But when I say a lot, I think you're right. It is sort of still the minority. It's hard. Because I think it's a people, hard breakthrough. It's a hard breakthrough, but you've really got to own what you've done. Yeah. You I've can't be embarrassed, right? Yeah, you've got to be like, yeah, I did that. Yeah, it was empowering. Yeah, it wasn't my ass great when I was 24. <laughs> you know, <laughs> still not bad now, actually. But, um, but, but it's a different thing. You don't go around, you know, I don't need to do that anymore. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a young girl's game. So, but, but like, what can you learn from it? How can you grow from it? And it's also, I just want like people to know if they're listening or care or whatever that you can overcome anything. What you've done is not who you are. O- own your stuff. If you worry about hiding it or you're embarrassed about anything, you just got to own it and move on. Or if you make mistakes, which we've all made 7,000, I've probably made, you know, at least 18 today. <laughs> you know? Right, you right. Know, I know you I've made like, what? Yeah, you know, and sometimes you get overwhelmed or you get like bogged down or you beat yourself up. It's like, we can't do that. We've got to be like, okay, how can I do this better? How can I move on? How How, how can I do something with it? And for anybody to to have, don't let don't let any fear of who you are or what you've been like hold you back from doing what you want to do next. Yep, you can't. I can't say any better than that. Yeah, I can't say any better than that. Hey, <laughs> tell me about what your your new web series, Rumors. Well, Rumors is the one where I'm playing the acting. Um, teacher to the young kids in Hollywood. It's in post-production. Oh, that's right. I think it's going to be out this fall. We've, we have, we've had meetings. We're not sure where it's going to go yet. It's definitely quibby material. We're trying to do it short form. It might be a feature, 
but it's a it's also this is also about it's a, a young girl who happens to be a lesbian <laughs> she's the one who wrote it yeah and she's nicole's vernerak i can never say her name right but she she's really smart she wrote this for herself her and her partner matt vieira who are who's directing it are um great young 20 somethings and i just wanted to support them and a friend of mine um vincent de paul was was helping produce them for a while and he brought me in and and i said i i think i'd make i'll be ellen i'll be the acting coach and then i'm one of the producers on it but you know they're doing really all the work but i just try to steer them in the right direction and help where i can and it 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 was super fun to make and then right after that i was finishing that and i had to get on a plane to go to london to shoot amityville witches yeah, which is also going to be out this. this fall i do play the good witch in this and we're the aunts to the lead young girl in it who's being being taken control into the academy by the bad witch nice. we're, we're, so we have to go save her and all the other girls but you know we're out there to to save our niece and it was and it's funny and campy but still super scary yeah. which which I liked and I helped develop the script when that happened yeah. I said I don't really like two slasher horror movies but as long as it can be fun and adventurous and it's also a female empowered movie it's a female director it's it's all the leads in the movie are female so it was like a you go girl film and I said I want to be the, the and they were we were talking about me being the bad witch but then by the time we were into it they really wanted me to be a good witch because we're, th- we're we've got a trilogy going so then these three witches will go oh, from cool. Amityville. We're going to Salem next, you know, so what, what, look for Amityville witches, but look for this whole witch series of us three witch sisters going in to save the day. Yeah. 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 Was, yeah. When you, when it comes out, you let us know. Cause we will, we will promote it. That's also follow, I believe, but I will let you know dates as soon as, and I, we're all connected on social media now too. I went and followed you. So oh, cool. And I'll follow you back. Matter of fact, yeah, on at Twitter. least, on, Are you on, Twitter? on Twitter, I did Twitter and I liked you guys on Facebook. Oh, I just liked nice. the show. And I don't know if you do Instagram. That's what I mostly do. Yeah, we do. Inst- now I, I have do- to do TikTok. Oh my God. There's oh, so God. many to do. I don't do. <laughs> See, I'm terrible at social media. And, uh-huh. and Johnny, it takes up a lot of time. Yeah. And Johnny's not the best. We're trying to figure out, we're trying to find a social media manager. Our website does really well, right? We'll get good. 30, yeah. 40, 50,000 hits yeah. a, a month. And mm-hmm. so we'll, that, it'll do really well. But our, mm-hmm. but we're just so bad at, I mean, well, we try to keep it, up, you, but we, you know, it's, it's tough. You're doing a lot, is what it sounds like to mm-hmm. me. Like you, at, at a certain point, you can't do everything. Like the the uh, the Beckman movie, I think. I just followed you on Twitter. Oh, thank you. Great. Yeah. Just Twitter is my least what I use. Yeah. (laughs) Like like I do just because I don't like the platform. I don't like not editing. I I get more hate on Twitter than I do. Oh yeah, it gets a lot of vitriol. Instagram's my thing. Like I'm verified on Instagram because I've got three hundred thousand followers or something. Because I do it all the time. Yeah. I I barely go on Twitter. I don't really like it, but I I know you have to be on everything. But I can't. You can't do everything. Like you can't do all your social media. You can't do all your editing. You can't do all your shows. We concentrate on Facebook and Twitter, and then our buddy Casey concentrates on Instagram for us. But just just Mm -hmm. because. I'm on Facebook because my whole family is on Facebook. So that's how, end up how we yeah. are messaging back and forth is almost always through Facebook Messenger. And that's the best place to to put links up in movies and yeah. things, yeah. I think. So Facebook for you guys, because you're sharing your show, yep. 
You can't share a show on Instagram. You Not can, very easily. No, because you can't put a link up unless nope. it's like just your link and bio and all of that. Yeah, it's so that's you, a pain in the butt. Pick, like they see the they see the episode and they you. can't go there. Yeah. My problem with Facebook is I go on to like check my messages or post something and like 17 people are like, Hey, here's online. And they try, like, I can't get anything done. I have to learn how to turn that stuff off. <laughs> so, so I go there the least because it's the most accosting. Yeah. Yeah. I don't hey, blame will you, you. Read my screenplay. Hey, will you marry me? Hey, I saw this movie. You were really hot. In. How hey. many, like, I'm like, ah, do you get a lot of, do you get a lot of people for, that ask you to marry you? Like from, oh, you yeah. don't even know. Yeah, it's How crazy. weird is that? But it's because they think they know you because they've seen 20 of your movies. Right. They saw or they follow you and they Cheerleader nice Ninja 50 times so they know exactly yeah, who you yeah, are. Yeah. And I'm sure like they're, you know, doing whatever they're doing so they feel intimately connected to me <laughs> for some of my sexier movies, you know right. what I'm saying? Right. So they they think I'm their fantasy girl. Right. But in life, they and then I'm really there to talk to them. On, I'm going to be there to talk to them on Facebook. I'm like, no, I'm just trying to like I'm respond to, work. to my sister's email, <laughs> <laughs> messenger, whatever the hell it is. Oh man, I couldn't even imagine. Yeah. I couldn't even imagine it's, having to deal with that. You know what? It's kind of fun, and I just have to have boundaries sometimes. It's like exhausting, I, I, though. I took a week a weekend off of social media because I was just, and I turned off my phone for a little while and. I was invited to this little resort social distancing grand opening thing. So on the way from my Oceanside place to my L.A. place to be in L.A. this week, I stopped for a night nice. and just turned off the phone for like 48 hours. Yeah, it's nice. great. And then right. and then but then you get you get re-energized yep. to want to do it. You just, just can't it can't be constant. I just did that this weekend. I, I just shut everything down. Took off mm-hmm. to my brother's house, him and his wife and his two kids, and took my kid, and and we just relaxed, you know. And we sat. Yeah. He has a nice house, and it, mm-hmm. you know he's got a few acres, and you know we just sat on the back deck, had the fire going, drinking some nice wine, and just that it, sounds beautiful. Yeah, it was nice. That's and that's just the way to do it, you know, and just mm-hmm. and really just shut down. I need. Yeah. It. I'm, I'm going. You know, you go but nuts. Speaking, yeah, but speaking of like getting help, I never. I, I stopped doing my Facebook fan page for this reason. Like, I yeah. just got too accosted, too many people, thousands of people, and so there's too many com- people coming at you. But my friend Angelique um, Devries, who does some of the soap peoples, including Ron Moss, you know, from The Bold and the Beautiful. Yeah. She. I met her because I went to visit Ron and Devin. They're actually stuck over in Belgium. For quarantine, his wife Devin DeVasquez, I know her from 25 years ago because we were in Playboy stuff together. Oh, cool! She was a playmate in the 80s, she yeah. was great. So, anyway, I went to visit them, met Angelique, came back, and this is a couple years ago. And we stayed friends. And I visited her again with my friend Nancy, who wrote Third Floor, yeah, her and her mom. And she showed me around Amsterdam when we were there in Amsterdam. I won a lifetime achievement award in Amsterdam last year. I don't know, if I you saw know that. that. Yeah, I was gonna ask you about it. It was <laughs> so with the was, um, yeah, the, the New Vision yep. International Film Festival, or whatever. But they they were really sweet, so I was like, okay, I'll go over there and get it and I'll hang out with Angelique. And then she saw how much trouble i was having she's like why aren't you posting any of this on facebook I'm like, i just can't deal with it. i just can't deal with it yeah. i can't do it and deal with it she said would you like me to help you create a fan page so she's now running my fan page and oh, oh, the, awesome. the, the cure read lorsch fans on uh-huh. facebook so i can keep 
yeah, I can do the my stuff, which is most of my friends and family and actual friends yep. on my page. Yep. And she can handle that stuff. And you do need help. And she's great. She posts something every day. And she That's <laughs> go awesome. join Tira. Read That's awesome. She screams stuff for me. Like, you might want to read this this message, you know, or don't. I dealt with this person who was giving such trouble. Yeah. To have somebody manage it is really, really key. And she does a great job. So I, I think shouldn't we're tell getting. You. Yeah. close to that we got to make it to where we're, mm-hmm. we're turning a profit to to pay somebody to do that to pay somebody yeah yeah, yeah. But, yeah. But i think we're getting close which would be great mm-hmm. you know yeah. our like dream is to have somebody editing and wish, somebody doing all the social to media learn how to do a radio show yeah. to be your social media intern yeah who, he's good at his thing and he can learn from you with all the great things that you know you know how to do yeah yeah that's that's a and good, it, that's good know, advice that's that great could, advice, that actually. <laughs> great. Well, you know, put up the notice. Right. <laughs> Intern wanted. <laughs> we should do that. Actually, I, I think we are going to do that. That's a great yeah, idea. Yeah, a good trade. Yeah. yeah. We should do that completely. <laughs> so, Kira, I wanted to ask you, because you're doing some numerous charitable organizations. You mm-hmm. work with the Thalians and Hollywood for Mental Health. And I was mm-hmm. kind of hoping you can give us an overview of what that is all about. And maybe if you have anything going on that people can be a part of, uh, maybe you can tell us how people can get, you know, connected with it. Sure. Well, I'm not the president of the Thalians for Hollywood for Mental Health. I'm still a supporter, but I was with them for 10 years. My presidency came up this past year, so I'm not the president anymore, but I I really loved what they were doing. And I helped bring them to UCLA Operation MEND which is my alma mater, UCLA, but also it's the hospital that puts the men and women who've been blown up in Iraq and Afghanistan back together again physically. And we supported, we've given, you know, now over $2 million to them for their mental health programs for them and their families. Talk about PTSD. You know, we all think we're having PTSD from, you know, having some being closed up for a couple months. Right, <laughs> How right. about being in Afghanistan for months at a time away from your family? You, you watch your you know platoon get blown up by a mine and you come back and you're disfigured and you've lost your hands and you, your face is totally burnt. And How do you get back into on life? top of all that? Yeah. So now that's PTSD. Yeah. So I thought that's where we need it most. So that's why I supported the Thalians and still, and I did a fun, I did a couple fun events for them. We honored Hugh Hefner at the Playboy Mansion and made a lot of money. We honored Smokey Robinson at the House of Blues and we made a lot of money for them. And I just like throwing the parties. Like my job was (laughs) to like put on the show and write the show and host the show, (laughs) you know? Yeah. I did, I did my, the part that I know how to do. And then and I'm also a supporter of Imperfectly Perfect Campaign, which is an Australian guy, Glenn Martin, who's really started this. And he's he's younger. He's savvy. He's online. He's really good at all the social media stuff. But he invited me to talk about my story with mental health and interview me. And so now I'm a kind of a, a spokesperson to say for the Imperfectly Perfect Campaign is, is a really good thing. It's just raising awareness for mental health. And I think this whole COVID-19 quarantine business is good, you know, is really going to shine a spotlight on mental health because we're all feeling it. Yeah. Yeah. Having a root shock, having our lives pulled out, having our normalcy pulled out, having to be locked up, having to be away from people we love. We're all having to be, deal with how that affects our, our, our brain, our mental health, our mood, everything. So I think he's really good at, at, at the modern world version of that. 
And then I'm on the board of California Science Center, which is just reopening with, with social distancing and doing all the right things and masks and all that. But the kids are coming back. The, the the my husband was on the board there and I took over his spot years ago before he passed away about 10 yeah. years ago but there's the Robert H Lorsch family pavilion there that he built because that was his big thing he loved space he loved That's science awesome. he never went to college he was self-made and self-learned and so he wanted I to give that. something back to kids and you know to to people who otherwise couldn't afford to get you know there's kids in classrooms who don't even have science books let alone a beautiful place to go with hands-on experiments. And we do, I do science, you know, we do science camp, usually um, hands-on science camp every year. This year we did it virtually and it's still going on. If you go to the California science center.org and this really helps kids and teachers give, give their students, their children, something to do that's fun, educational and interactive. So if that's you go cool. to California science center.org, you look up stuck at home science. It's on the front page, and there's all these experiments for the past, you know, two and a half months. I think of backlog yeah. of science science projects for kids. Oh, that's awesome! We're gonna put that in the yeah. show notes. Cool. Yeah. So I really love them, and I'm I'm continuing to be on the board with them. Yeah, but the space shuttle Endeavor there, for goodness' sake. That's awesome. Yeah, we've got a space shuttle. To Next play time with. I go down to California to visit family, I'm gonna go and check it out. It's amazing. It's one of my favorite places. And my my dad grew up in Newport. Oh yeah, and so cool. we go there all the time. Mm-hmm. Newport, and my aunt still lives in Laguna, and my cousin is. Mm-hmm. I think in San that's Diego. where I was this this on my like staycation this weekend. Nice, I love it. Was down there, yeah, Dana Point. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, Kira, we've been on for almost an hour. Oh my goodness! Time yeah. flies when you're having a great conversation. You're right. I'm so glad that you had a good time because I had a wonderful time. Uh, I would love to have you back on if you're ever interested, especially anytime you have something going on and you want to help, you want help with promotion. Well, when I have a new batch of projects, I'm, I will make sure that Roger lets you know. Yes, please <laughs> do. Because you guys are easy, breezy, and fun, and I really appreciate oh, you having me on and letting me tell all my stories. Well, thank you so much, and you have a wonderful night, and I hope all of your endeavors this year are giant successes. Thank you so much. And we're back. So that was a lot of fun, Matt. You learned stuff on that one. Yeah, she's a really nice girl. Um, really nice lady. I can't wait to hopefully have her back on because, yeah, she's uh, just. I want to. I want to somehow convince her to come do interviews for us, like be an interviewer, interview people for us, because she's she's great. Oh my god, could you imagine? Yeah. So, Kira, if you're listening, you should come do some interviews for us because that'd be amazing. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> 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 she would be awesome oh my god yeah well dang man i think that was a good show yeah if you guys are hearing this and you haven't tuned out yet and you want to hear more <laughs> from people that are similar to kira maybe some producers maybe uh maybe you're into editing i don't know maybe you love actors or comic artists and writers then i implore you to go over to spoilerverse.com and check out our back issues of spoiler country and while you're there, uh, maybe you are a nerd that loves horror. Well, check out Nerds from the Crypt. And maybe you love reading a blog about the supernatural, then you should probably check out the Sarah K Files. 
and which is becoming a podcast. Which is yeah, which will become a podcast, which <laughs> is going to be exciting. I'm excited. It's going to be awesome because Sarah and I are working on on, on doing a good. Like, we're working on actually like producing it into you know with music and oh, it's going to be fun. Yeah, and then you know beyond that, what else do we got, Johnny? We got bridging the geekdom. What's, what what are they about? Uh, they're about taking two things and bridging them with a, making building a bridge and going from one geekdom to the next one. And I, I know I say that jokingly, but really a lot of things that they're focusing on is, is you know crossing the genres and. You know, talking to cosplayers about their favorite comics, talking to comic people about their favorite, you know, sci-fi movies. And yeah. right now they're they're heavy deep in the Snyder Cut because Robert is a huge proponent of Zack Snyder. Yeah, he and loves they're those all movies. In. All in. Yeah. He's all in. Which is cool. In. I mean, I, I respect the passion, man. I respect the passion. And there's the funny book Forensics with Greg there Smith. Is, but Dan. And Dan. Dan. Yeah. Well, yeah, you started saying it, so I stopped so you could say his whole name. <laughs> <laughs> I always forget how to pronounce his last name, so I'm just gonna say Dan. Yeah, Dan Shabbat. No offense, Dan. Dan Shabbat. There you go. That's close enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they have funny book friends, but they dive into stuff. They are officially launching on your birthday, yep. which was actually as of this release was two days ago. So the first episode released two days ago on the fifth. Yep. So check them out because it's good. Yeah. It's Dan good is one of the most. Um, how, how, he's the most one of the most well-read comic book aficionados yeah. you're gonna meet. He's well-read, he's knowledgeable about what he's talking about, and he can look at it objectively as well. Yeah. It's, it's insane. Yeah, it's, awesome. it's insane. It's awesome. So, yeah. Check it out. There's more there, too. So Maybe you that. love music. You should probably check out Misery Point Radio. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah with uh, Mike Peacock. Yep. My Peacock. Cut. Cut. My Peacock. Cut. My Peacock. Cut. Yeah. And do that. And while you're on the website, too, you know, check out the other articles and stuff. We have previews, reviews, and we have... Uh, Thought pieces and stuff, stuff by Jay Rose the and store. Sarah Kane and everybody click, else. Click and the we store. have a s- click the store. Click click the store. <laughs> <laughs> and click the store. Because you can go buy a t-shirt or a hoodie, the fly as hell, and then buy a mask to cover your face up because we go in public. We know you care about people and you don't want to have hey, this pandemic cross forever and kill more no people. One needs so to see this mug. No one needs to see this mug. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, but even we're sure you're pretty underneath the mask, it's fine, but just you care about your fellow citizens. Put on a fucking mask. There you go. Sorry. That's <laughs> all right. <laughs> this There's one more thing to do, Kenrick. Go ahead and do it. The notions of podcasts. We are Cthulhu. As Cthulhu compels you to do. Open the mind. And read more. <laughs> I couldn't hear what you were doing. What is going on in the back? <laughs> I was just trying to be subtle, like underneath you. You know what I mean? This door. Like this.